Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Indeed, the Charlie Daniels Band with Stroker Race from 1983, ladies and gentlemen. One of the very funny race car comedies of all time. However, starring Ned Beatty, Lonnie Anderson, the late Jim Neighbors, and now a guy who we lost tragically and sadly today, one of Hollywood's most beloved icons, however, the great Burt Reynolds. Burt, of course, died earlier this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, at the age of 82. And, of course, we all know Burt from his roles as Stroker Race, Paul Crew, Hooper the Stuntman, and of course, as you well know, ladies and gentlemen, however, the legendary bandit from the car chase comedy, Smokey in the Bandit. And on this evening's uh, Revisited show, we pay homage to the great Burt Reynolds Tower with a great moment in time as we take you back in time once again here at Wrestling Revisited here tonight for Thursday night. September the 6th, 2018, 9 ladies and gentlemen. one 
Call ID 139926-POUND. You can join us till 8 o'clock. I am your host, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. We are expecting King NWO Gerard T. Smith here on the show with us this evening, ladies and gentlemen. And whoever else comes on the line, we will be here till 8 o'clock tonight. So give us a call right now and uh, feel free to share your thoughts and memories of the great Burt Reynolds, if you will. As we said, Burt Reynolds, of course, a former great uh, super athlete back in the day, if you want to call him that. However, back at Florida State University in the mid-50s, of course, rooming with legendary ESPN sports broadcaster Coach Lee Corso, of course, from 1954 through 1957 before getting his start in uh, TV, if you will, with the TV show Gunsmoke, and then going on to Hollywood features such as Deliverance, Hooper, the Cannonball Run, Smokey and the Bandit, and Stroke Race, among others. However, as we said, we lost him today, however, very tragically and very sadly at the age of 82. A great icon, however, in every sense of the word, and we would like to say on behalf of Mr. Reynolds' friends and family and fans, we will miss him, we will always remember him, and we thank you, Bert, for giving us something to laugh at for so many years, however, through your films, through your generosity, however, with your fans, however, and most of all important, however, just being you in general. Of course, we'll talk more about it coming up at 9 o'clock on Wrestling Wolfpack tonight. Be sure to check that out, 138521-POUND, as Gerard T. Smith and I will have your news headlines for you, and we will talk more about the memories that Burt Reynolds brought us joy over the years. And, of course, also we will have John supplying the birthdays and dates, John being John Gross, the human suplex machine, my somewhat tag team partner on Monday afternoons with Raw Radio. Of course, we'll talk more about uh, Raw Radio in just a few moments. But, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk now about the moment that we chose tonight in honor of Burt Reynolds. And we go back to March 1994. And the event was simply entitled WrestleMania 10. Ten years in the making. 18,065 packed into the garden on this particular afternoon, however, and it was a memorable afternoon in every sense of the word because we saw a lot of excitement that come out of this show. Considering the fact the year before, however, we had had a little controversy at the end of WrestleMania 9, however, in Las Vegas, however, WrestleMania 10 was hoping to uh, basically extinguish the bad taste in our mouth left over from the year before. And let's just say WrestleMania 10 was very interesting, however, because a lot of things did happen on this show that we will discuss right now. The first match of the night, obviously, however, was very unique, however, and a warm-up match, however. But as a result, however, here is what happened right before the show started. The Bushwhackers, Luke and Butch, better known to you all as the New Zealand Militia, however, took on the heavenly bodies of Jimmy Del Rey and soon-to-be WWE part-time trainer, however, Dr. Tom Pritchard. As a result, the heavenly bodies, however, ended up picking up the win, however, mind you, however, by winning here, however, mind you, however, as, as a result, however, mind you... As a result, however, they ended up defeating the Bushwhackers here, however, mind you, however. And as a result, picked up the win here in defeating them. Meanwhile, the first match of the night, however, was very unique in every sense of the word. And as a result, it was deemed one of the better matches of 1994. Two brothers, guys who had been teammates and at one time 
the closest of friends as well as family members themselves, however, took on each other in a show-stealing match that was deemed later on one of the best matches in WrestleMania history. Owen Hart, the King of Hearts, however, took on his younger sibling, Bret Hart, if you will, however, in a one-on-one matchup. Bret, the year before, had won the WWF title, however, or basically had lost the WWF title, however, to Yokozuna, however, at WrestleMania 9. But when Bret decided to tell Hulk Hogan, however, to go in the ring to deal with Yokozuna and take back the WWF title away from the evil Yokozuna, however, he did so, however, in short order. But around this time, however, Hulk Hogan was gone from the WWF. After being with the company for close to 10 years in his second big run with the company, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, Hogan was contemplating his future, however, in the world of wrestling. He had left the WWF, however, amidst some, uh, let's just say, things that were very testy between him and owner Vince McMahon in 1999, however, excuse me, 1993, however. Uh, and as a result, however, he was wondering what his future lay ahead of him. As a result, however, Hogan would then head down south, however, back to his home state of Florida, and shortly thereafter would discuss with his ex-wife Linda and his two children, Nick and Brooke, however, what his next step would be. Despite appearing in somewhat mixed reviews as far as movies go, including Mr. Nanny, which turned out to be a big bomb, and of course... No Holds Barred, which was a pretty mild, moderate hit, however, Hogan wondered if he wanted to stay in wrestling much longer. He decided to take up some TV work, however, mind you, in doing a show called Thunder in Paradise. He would start to work on that, but it wouldn't be long before Hogan got the itch to get back in the ring once again. As a result, Hogan talked with Vice President of WCW, Eric Bischoff, along with owner Ted Turner, and former WWF, now back in WCW again, superstar Ric Flair, about coming in to the WCW company. And it wasn't long after that, Hogan finally got the desire to get back in the squared circle and stick it to his former employers, if you will. As a result, it would be a few months after this uh, memorable show at WrestleMania 10 that Hogan would make his debut with the rival WCW. Meanwhile, however, Owen Hart, however, had been tired of being Brett's uh, big Shadow, both in the ring and out of the ring, and decided to tell his brother what he thought of him. And as a result, the two staged a little bit of a mini-feud with one another, however, heading into this uh, WrestleMania 10 battle. In the end, however, Owen Hart would pick up the win, however, against his much younger brother, Brett, if you will, by pulling off the upset, however. But unfortunately, this would be uh, culminating in a steel cage match that became very intense and very physical a few months after this in Chicago at SummerSlam 94. Nevertheless, however, on this night, however, Owen upstaged his brother, however, mind you, however, and as a result, he ended up defeating, uh, getting defeated by his much uh, younger brother, Owen, if you will. Sorry, mind you. Meanwhile, however, as a result, however, shortly thereafter, Owen would go on to form a tag team with one of Brett's other family members, and, of course, that turning out to be the British Bulldog. Meanwhile, however, this was a great match to start out WrestleMania 10 and definitely was considered one of the better opening matches in professional 
WrestleMania history. In fact, IGN voted it last year as one of the top 20 opening matches in WrestleMania history, and writer John Robinson described it as one of the most top matches that you will see anywhere on a WrestleMania card, however, too. That being said, however, it was a very, very unique way to start out the show. And so that being said, however, that is how the show began. Before we go on, let me just tell you, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget we will be back uh, tomorrow night with Revolution 138055 Pound at 9 o'clock. Join Gerard T. Smith and I with your news headlines for you, and of course, John with the birthdays and dates. John, of course, returning to the air tonight after being out of action last night due to a baseball game, which is Nationals took on the St. Louis Cardinals, if you will. Of course, Saturday we'll be live with uh, Power Hour, ladies and gentlemen, at 6 p.m., 141364 pounds. Be sure to check that out. Mr. WCW and myself will talk about the latest downloads and uh, news from the past week. And then this coming Monday, we'll talk about what will be a very exciting Monday Night Raw show coming up to you live, ladies and gentlemen, however, from the Big Easy New Orleans as we return to the French Quarter and Bourbon Street, if you will, for the go-home show right before Hell in a Cell this coming uh, week, ladies and gentlemen. Also, we'll give you our thoughts about the upcoming Monday night games, including the Raiders and the Rams, and of course, the Jets and the Lions. Uh, this coming Monday, be sure to check that out. One three eight seven four four pound this week, ladies and gentlemen, at the beginning at three p.m. Join myself, John Gross, Dorothy Smith, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynch, Chad Hinshaw, Amory Rickenbach, the JML Experience, the Big Eye, Hugh Jeff Tears, and the rest of the panel. Way too tough to handle. Be sure to check it out this Monday at three p.m. on Raw Radio. Of course, we'll have that for you this week. Meanwhile, here's our next match, ladies and gentlemen, here at WrestleMania 10. Bam Bam Bigelow and his manager assistant, Luna Fashan, however, who are no longer with us, unfortunately, took on Doink the Clown, a.k.a. Matt Bourne, however, who had made his return to the WWE after being away for a long time by wrestling in other places. That included WCCW and WCW, however, as Big Josh, however, and his partner, Dink the Clown, if you will, however, ladies and gentlemen, however. As a result, however, Doink and Dink, of course, teamed up to take on the Beast from the East and Luna Fashan here in our next match, in a mixed tag team match, if you will. And as a result, the Beast of the East and Luna ended up winning here inside of six-plus minutes. Uh, my thought about the match, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't too bad. Just a little bit better, if you ask me. Uh, that being said, that's what I thought of the uh, matchup overall. Up next, Randy Macho Man Savage took on Crush, however, a.k.a. Brian Adams and Mr. Fuji. We'll talk about that in just a second. We'll be right back in two minutes. Sorry about that, folks. Anyway, up next, however, was two Hall of Fame, one Hall of Famer, and uh, taking on uh, Brian Adams, if you will, Mr. Fuji. That being Randy Macho Man Savage. Of course, Randy Savage would make one of his final appearances with the WWE. However, sad to say, however, as he would be leaving shortly thereafter to go with Hogan, however, to the WCW, if you will. And as a result, this turned out to be a false count anywhere match, if you will. As a result, Randy Savage ended up picking up the win, however, here inside of 10 minutes, however, defeating Crush, if you will, here. And it wouldn't be long before the end of 1994 slash early 95 that Randy Savage, if you will, however, would be uh, just like Hulk Hogan, exploring his options and his future, if you will, with the sport of wrestling. 
Randy, of course, shortly thereafter, would take up some announcing duty with the WWE for a few months, if you will, before deciding to tell Vince McMahon after several years, Howard, just like Hogan, Howard, he too was uh, getting tired of being misused, if you will. And as a result, he would be uh, going with Hogan to the WCW, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, huh? And as a result, however, he would uh, end up... uh, Defeating Crush, if you will, a guy who you would get to know personally, both in and out of the ring, however, later on down the road, as Crush would uh, show up in the WCW as well, sometime in the mid-90s. As a result, this was a pretty good matchup, to say the least, however, and uh, definitely gave the crowd something to uh, cheer about a little bit, if you will. Up next, of course, however, another Hall of Famer, if you will, Alundra Blaze, a.k.a. Medusa Michelli, if you will, took on Lilani Kai, returning to the WWE for the first time in almost 10 years, if you will. As a result, Blaze was the champion going into this matchup, power, defending the women's title, if you will, and as a result, made short work of Kai here in less than three and a half minutes. Sad to say, of course, this would be one of uh, Blaze's last appearances with the WWE, however, as she too, just like Savage, just like Hogan, would uh, be allured to go back into the WCW, if you will, by Eric Bischoff and Ted Turner, and as a result, Howard would make uh, that statement stick, Howard, within the following year. But on this night, however, Blaze made short work of her opponent, Kai, of course, who would make one of her final appearances in the WWE whatsoever by defeating her in short order. Uh, my thoughts about this match, that this match could have been a lot better, and this was not one of the better matches of the night, if you ask me. Unfortunately, however, that being said, it is what it is, so that being said, that's what I thought of uh, that matchup, if you will. Up next, uh, Men on a Mission, Mabel and Moe, a.k.a. Big uh, Daddy... Uh, V, if you will, however, a.k.a. Uh, Viscera, if you will, and his partner, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, um, Mo, if you will, with their manager, Oscar, took on the Quebecers, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, Jacques Rougeau and Pierre, with their manager, Johnny Polo, a.k.a. Raven, a.k.a. Scott Levy, if you will, and as a result, however, uh, Men on a Mission ended up uh, winning the matchup here in seven and a half minutes, defeating the Quebecers, if you will, however, as a result, however, uh, Men on a Mission, of course, would win the title. As a result, nine days later, however, uh, following this particular show, unfortunately, their title reign would last two days as the Quebecers won the titles back in a rematch, if you will, believe it or not. But on this night, however, the Men on a Mission, however, made sure that their statement would be loud and proud and heard, however, by the Quebecers, however as they ended up defeating them, however, despite the fact that they did not win the gold whatsoever, however. That being said, uh, this match was okay for what it was. I mean, it could have been just a little bit better, if you ask me, but again, like we said, it is what it is. So uh, that being said, the surprise here was that Johnny Polo, a.k.a. Raven, would uh, take off shortly thereafter and head to Philadelphia, if you will, after being in WCW himself for a brief time before coming to the WWE as Scotty Flamingo, if you will, and as a result, Johnny Polo, a.k.a. Scott Levy, however, would leave the company shortly before the end of 1994, if you will, and go on to ECW with Paul Heyman, if you will, and form a Kurt Cobain uh, grunge character, better known to you all as the Raven, if you will. So, that being said, that's what I thought about that match. Up next, speaking of Yokozuna, Yokozuna would be pulling double duty on this particular afternoon, however, the first of which the champion, of course, with his new uh, handlers, James E. Cornette, and, of course, Mr. Fuji back in his corner once again would take on Lex Luger uh, for the championship, however, with Kurt Henning as the special guest referee here, however, in one-on-one competition. 
As a result, Yokozuna would win the matchup by DQ, defeating Luger, however, uh, by DQ as Luger and Mr. Perfect, who were uh, supposed to, uh, like I said, however, fight one another, obviously, however, had a little bit of tension with one another, however, following this particular show. Unfortunately, however, mind you, however, uh, like I said, this would be one of the last few times Kurt Henning would be in the WWE, however, mind you. And as a result, however, we would see uh, Yokozuna find a way to retain the championship, however, mind you, by winning close to 15 minutes here. As a result, however, uh, Luger, of course, the following year would go just like Savage, just like Hogan, like uh, Alundra Blaze, however, uh, be tempted to go back to WCW, however, despite the fact that uh, his friend Steve Borden, a.k.a. the Stinger, if you will, however, mind you, as a result, however, mind you, he uh, showed uh, that he, uh, despite the fact uh wanted to stay in the WWE, however, was approached by uh, Bischoff, however, thanks to Sting, however, giving him a John Bischoff for returning to WCW, even though Bischoff was dead set against Luger coming back, if you will, however. Uh, he did uh, show up on the first very episode the following year, Monday Nitro, the new uh, WCW Monday Nitro that would go up against Monday Night Raw, which had already been a year and a half already into existence around this time, mind you. Uh, of course, he would make his final appearance in the late summer of 1995 and then in the early part of September of 1995, one week after the end of uh, August of 1995, Luger would show back up in WCW, if you will, however, showing up on the very first episode of Monday Night Show at the Mall of America in Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, during the Lex uh, Sting and uh, Ric Flair affair, two guys that Luger had held dealings with both in and out of the ring prior to him leaving to go to WWE, however, back in 1993, if you will. Uh, it was on this also same show that Luger would confront Hulk Hogan, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time, however, and as a result, things would get intense between the Hulkster and Luger on that particular show. Meanwhile, speaking of uh, intensity, ladies and gentlemen, we talk about our next match, ladies and gentlemen, that had somewhat very little intensity and very little buildup whatsoever. Uh, those two gentlemen consisting of Earthquake, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, a.k.a. John Tenta, if you will, taking on the Atom Bomb, if you will, a.k.a. Brian Clark, if you will, formerly of the Tag Team Chronic, of course, ladies and gentlemen, who was being matched at the time by Harvey Whippleman, a.k.a. Downtown Bruno, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, better known to you all as... And as a result, Earthquake made short work, however, of Adams' future teammate, Brian Adams' future uh, chronic teammate, if you will, Brian Clark here, a.k.a. Wrath, if you will, in short order, in less than 30 seconds here, as he ended up squashing him here. Up next, of course, was one of the better matches of the evening, however, one of the better matches of the entire night by far, however, consisting of Scott Hall, the bad guy, Razor Ramon, taking on Shawn Michaels with his bodyguard, Big Daddy Cool Diesel, who would, of course, come by way of WCW just a year and a half before. As a result, the three future clickmates, if you will, however, had some very interesting things to deal with, however, around this time. Shawn Michaels, of course, was starting to come into his own as a very cocky, arrogant heel, if you will, proclaiming himself to be the true IC champion, while Razor Ramon said that he was the IC champion overall, not Shawn Michaels. Things, as a result, came to a boil here on this particular night. And in the end, however, Razor Ramon, however, defeated Shawn Michaels, and took Shawn Michaels' belt with him, however, and proclaimed himself a double champion on this night by defeating him in the very first ever ladder match, however, in WrestleMania history. Um, and as a result, however, mind you, uh, that being said, of course, we saw what happened. 
As a result, this would be later voted as one of the better matches of the year, according to reports from Dave Meltzer's Wrestling Observer Newsletter. As a result, we would see what would happen, however, on this particular night, however, like I said, however, and as a result, things got uh, very interesting, however. As a result, however, we would see the intensity between both of these parties, however, if you will, however, and as a result, it was voted as one of the better matches of the night, however, and the second overall, in my opinion, the best match of the night, right behind the Owen Brett Affair, here on this particular show, however, and as a result, Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, and Diesel will continue their friendship and travel uh, partnership, if you will, by bringing in two other guys that would join their group, however. Uh, Triple H, a.k.a. John Michael Levesque, who, of course, by the end of 1994, early 95, will come in as Hunter Hearst Hemsley, the blue blood from uh, Kinetic, if you will, before changing over his character of a blue blood to the cerebral assassin, a.k.a. the King of Kings, a.k.a. the... Uh, uh, leader of Degener- co-leader of Degeneration X and also the co-leader of the clique, if you will, the game uh, Triple H. And, of course, the 1-2-3 kid, another member that would join their prestigious group, better known to you all as, uh, like I said, Six Pac, uh, the 1-2-3 kid, and, of course, uh, the man known as X to the P to the A to the C, if you will, X-Pac, if you will, rather than Six Pack, if you will, that, of course, of Sean Waltman. Uh, that being said, like I said, this went about 19 minutes and change, however. Uh, like I said, how uh, Like I said, however, like I said, however. Uh, that being said, however. Anyway, that being said, however. Yeah. I know I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait until I pass this point. because he's injured. Sorry about that, folks. Anyway, that being said, however, like I said, however, as I was saying, folks, however. Anyway, that that being said, however, uh, that is what happened uh, in our next ma- one of our uh, next to last matches of the night, however, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. And as a result, however, Shawn Michaels, of course, would uh, fight another match with Razor Ramon down the road, however, at SummerSlam 1995, if you will. And as a result, however, we would see what would happen, however, involving, uh, like I said, those two, however. And then we go to the main event, ladies and gentlemen, and this is where things got interesting, however, because Burt Reynolds would make his special appearance here well-known, however, as he would announce the upcoming uh, main event matchup between him and Yokozuna, however, referring to Bret Hart. And as a result, uh, Bret Hart uh, got the belt back, however, once again against Yokozuna. Oddly enough, however, surprisingly, the late great hot Scott, Roddy Piper, would be the guest referee for this bout, too. This went ten and a half minutes, and in the end, Bret the Hitman Hart, unknown to everyone, would regain the title once again. However, from Yokozuna, only thing this time, however, is that he was not blinded like he was the year before from Mr. Fuji and James E. Cornette. He won it straight up clean, if you ask me, and as a result, became the champion once again. 
So this time, however, you had no Hulk Hogan interfering. However, you had no uh, salt being played uh, into a part of this, mind you. That being said, however, that is what happened here at the close of WrestleMania 10. Overall, however, on a scale of 1 to 10, however, I would give this show about a 6, you know, 6.5 out of 10. I mean, it wasn't a bad show. Uh, the two best matches of the night by far was the latter match and the uh, first match of the night, mind you, with the two not-so-entertaining ones, if you ask me, turning out to be Earthquake versus Adam Bomb, and also the women's match, which was not all that strong either. Like I said, however, that being said, however, anyway, that being said, that is what happened, however, mind you, however, as far as the opening match that part of WrestleMania 10. So, there you go, folks. Uh, a little breakdown, however, however. That is what happened at WrestleMania 10. Now, uh, some other news to report, ladies and gentlemen, however, and tell you about, however, mind you, we will tell you that uh, this is where you can catch the WWE in action at a facility nearest you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, first off, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, tonight NXT is coming to you live in just a little bit at the Buffalo River Works and the Crystal River Armory in Buffalo, New York, and Crystal River, Florida. Uh, tomorrow night, the Midtown Cultural and Educational Center in Stage AE in Daytona Beach, Florida, and in Pittsburgh, if you will. Uh, the Cocoa Armory and Packer Music Hall in Cocoa Beach, Florida, and more in Ohio coming up on Saturday night. And this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, at the Royal Oak Music Center in Detroit Rock City, Detroit, Michigan. Now, uh, next week, of course, you can check out the superstars of NXT in Dade City at the Dade City Armory. The University Area CDC Gymnasium in Tampa, Florida. The Venice Community Center in Venice, Florida. Mind you. Um, also, in a couple of weeks, they'll be at the Sanford Civic Center in Sanford, Florida. The Minerag Hall in Largo, Florida. Will. The Lakeland Armory in Lakeland, Florida. And the Orlando Live Event Center in Castleberry, Florida, if you will. Now, uh, that being said, those are just some of the locations where you can check out NXT. I told you where we're going to be, however, uh, coming up during the month of uh next few weeks as far as Monday Night Raw goes, and also what uh, superstars you can check out, however, next week and in the coming weeks ahead, including Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles next Friday at the PA Convention Center at the Keystone Comic Con from 3 to 6.30 and from 3.30 to 7.30, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, however, next Friday afternoon, if you will. Bree and Nikki Bell, of course, will be at the event on Saturday of next week, ladies and gentlemen. Also next week, ladies and gentlemen, come meet Becky Lynch, ladies and gentlemen, at the Infinity Store in Houston, Texas, one week from this Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, from 2 to 4 p.m. hour at 200 Willowbrook Mall, Suite 1526, however, as she will be talking with her fans there, I'm sure, uh, there in H-Town. Two weeks from this uh, coming Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, September 18th, live in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Come meet Seamus, the Celtic Warrior at the Cricket Wireless Store in Tulsa, ladies and gentlemen, from 11 to 1 p.m. One week from this coming next Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, September 18th at 12526 East 21st Street in Tulsa, ladies and gentlemen, from 11 to 1. Also, ladies and gentlemen, you can uh, meet, ladies and gentlemen, superstars, however, uh, in the coming weeks ahead. That include, however, let's see here, we did here. Some other big names are coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I just saw it a few minutes ago. Bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. The Miz in Littletown, Colorado on Tuesday, September 25th at the Cricket Wireless Store. Ladies and gentlemen, however, I'm just pulling this up. Bear with me here. 
at 5066 South Wadsworth Way, Unit 129 in Littleton, Colorado, 80123, two weeks from this Tuesday from 11 to 1. Dolph Ziggler, Monday, October 1st, ladies and gentlemen, just outside of Seattle, Washington, ladies and gentlemen, in, uh, let's see where he will be signing autographs for. I just heard about this just recently, earlier today, ladies and gentlemen. He will be signing autographs at the, where is it? Here, I just saw it, folks. At the Cricket Wireless store in Tukula, Washington, Tukwila, Washington, excuse me, at uh, 387 Strander Boulevard in Tukwila, Washington, 981-9818, just outside of Seattle, ladies and gentlemen, uh, coming up on Monday, October 1st. And then, ladies and gentlemen, Monday, October 8th, Howard, just two days after the big show in Australia, ladies and gentlemen, right before Monday Night Raw, comes to you live from one of my favorite cities, Chicago. That's right, Chi-Town, if you will. Ladies and gentlemen, come meet Little Miss Bliss herself, ladies and gentlemen, on Monday morning, October 8th, at the Cricket Wireless Store in Harwood Heights, Illinois, ladies and gentlemen, at 4713 North Harlem Avenue, ladies and gentlemen, 60706, hour from 1101 on Monday morning, October the 8th. So, folks, those are going to be some of the places you can check some of your favorite superstars in the next three to four weeks, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we'll have more updates in the weeks to come, ladies and gentlemen, and also we'll tell you where we're going to be. Uh, as we said, we're going to be in San Antonio a week from this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, with Hell in a Cell. Two weeks from this Monday, we'll be in Big D, Dallas, Texas, as we return back to the Lone Star State once again. Two weeks from this next Tuesday, we'll be in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Three weeks from uh, this Monday, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be live in the Mile High City of Denver, Colorado, as well as three weeks from this next Tuesday. And then we start October off with a big bang, ladies and gentlemen, no pun intended, in Seattle, Washington, the Emerald City, the home of the Space Needle, Starbucks, and of course, Pike's Fish Market, if you will. Tuesday night, October 2nd, we'll be in Portland, Oregon, the Rose City itself out there in the beaver state of Oregon, if you will. October 6th, ladies and gentlemen, as we mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, the Super Show live from Melbourne, Australia, on the Melbourne Cricket Ground, and tickets are still on sale for that, I believe. Monday night, October 8th, at the Allstate Arena in Chicago. And then Tuesday, October 9th, ladies and gentlemen, or excuse me, Tuesday, yes, October 9th, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, in Indianapolis, Indiana. Yes, folks, we return to the Hoosier State coming up on Tuesday night, October the 9th, ladies and gentlemen, as the superstars invade the Hoosier State once again, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, my mistake, or no, I was right, Tuesday, October 9th, we'll be coming to you live from Indy. Now, Ladies and gentlemen, also a quick reminder, however, that Monday night, October 15th, we will be in Philadelphia at the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia. And Tuesday, October 16th, this is the date you want to circle on your calendar right now ahead of time, ladies and gentlemen, because this is a big one that we cannot even hardly wait for, to say the least, ladies and gentlemen. We just found this out earlier today, ladies and gentlemen, however. Coming up, however, at the Bethesda Navy Exchange Store, 8901 Wisconsin Avenue, Building 82, however, just outside the nation's capital, before SmackDown 1000 that night, and in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Come meet the women's champion herself, Queen Charlotte Flair, right before SmackDown 1000 takes to the air that night, ladies and gentlemen, just outside of the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. But, folks, Tuesday, October 16th, SmackDown Live will be coming to you live, however, with historic episode number 1000, live from the nation's capital, ladies and gentlemen, at the... Excuse me, at the... Um, 
Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C. And tickets right now are flying off the shelf very quickly for that event. So unless you're in the nation's capital living there, however, if you're planning on visiting the nation's capital around that time, I would suggest getting your tickets very, very soon because they're going to be flying off the shelf, however, within the next few weeks, however, if you don't get them. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we just found this out late last night, ladies and gentlemen, that coming up on Monday, October 22nd, the Monday Night Raw group returns to Providence, Rhode Island, live at the Dunkin' Donuts Center, if you will. And then Tuesday, October 23rd, ladies and gentlemen, the superstars invade Newark, New Jersey, live at the Prudential Center. Tickets for both of those shows will go on sale this coming Friday. That's tomorrow morning, ladies and gentlemen, both in Providence and Newark for the big shows, the 22nd and 23rd of October. And then... We wrap up October with a big bang, no pun intended, if you will. Monday night, October 29, the Superstars invade Charlotte, North Carolina, the day after the Evolution pay-per-view. They'll be coming to you live, live from Long Island, New York, ladies and gentlemen. However, in New York, if you in uh, New York, if you will. And then Tuesday, October 30, right before Halloween, we hit Hotlanta, GA. Yes, folks, Atlanta, GA will be the location on Tuesday night, October the 30th, ladies and gentlemen, as SmackDown Live will come to you live the day before Halloween, live in the Peachtree State of the ATL, if you will. So, folks, that is where you're going to be seeing a lot of the superstars between this weekend, however, and, of course, next month, however, late next month into early November, if you will. But, folks, coming up in the next few weeks, we'll tell you where we're going to be coming up in November and December as we continue our fall tour, and we will let you know if there are any new uh, dates on the show, however, of where we'll be. We'll be sure to pass it along to you. In the meantime, let's give you the number one more time. one 562 1399 This is Wrestling Visit. I am your host, Iceman Jody Jerome. We were expecting King NWO Gerard T. Smith, ladies and gentlemen, uh, here. And hopefully we will be expecting him shortly here on the show tonight as we will be looking forward to hearing from him how, um, on the show. How... That being said, of course, uh, we are talking about uh, some of the uh, upcoming dates that you will see. How, of course, a lot uh, happened this past week in the world of wrestling. Yet again, of course, a lot went down. Uh, uh, like I said, folks, and uh, we will tell you some of the stuff that did go on. Uh, of course, last night, a very interesting, uh, like I said, uh, thing that went on, ladies and gentlemen. Last night, of course, the big story last night, of course, from NXT, as you know, was the big matchup involving Johnny Wrestling, a.k.a. Johnny Gargano, against the Velveteen Dream Fuel. That was a very great match, by the way, and I had a chance to see some of that earlier today, believe it or not, in case you want to know how it was. I thought it was a fantastic match, uh, very entertaining, to say the least. I was a little surprised at the outcome of that one. And then, of course, ladies and gentlemen, also last night, we had the May Young Classic go on last night as well, ladies and gentlemen. A lot went down there, including uh, Tegan Knox versus Satara, Vanessa Craven with a K versus Lacey Lane, Rhea Ripley versus MJ Jenkins, and, of course, uh, Miko Satamora versus Killer Kelly. So uh, that being said, however, those are just some of the matches that you had a chance to uh, see last night. Uh, meanwhile, however, we do have some sad news, however, to report, however, here in the world of wrestling, however, as we lost another particular superstar uh, within the last 24 hours. Sad to say, however, the man has been identified as Mike Hodgewood, a sports announcer who was best known for his work with Raycom Sports and the ACC Network, and also, believe it or not, however, after uh, 
retiring after 26 years in the industry. However, mind you, who was a towering figure among ACC fans and in the sports community of his hometown, Greensboro, North Carolina, and who was sports director at WFMF. Why news to however, mind you, passed away uh, just uh, recently yesterday at the age of 65. Uh, our thoughts and prayers are certainly with Mr. Hodgewood's family and friends. However, of course, he retired in 2013 after 26 years in the industry, if you will. And as a result, however, a very unique uh, guy who was known as Mr. ACC, however, mind you. And, of course, as we said, however, Mark Davis and John Swafford, the ACC commissioner, however, mind you, uh, tweeted out the following earlier today however, about the passing of Mr. Hodgewood, the following statement. Mike Hodgewood was known as Mr. ACC. And if you watched the football or basketball game on Raycom Sports, you always saw his broadcasting work. Rest in peace, my friend. Of course, uh, he suffered a stroke, however, sad to say, in 2009, but did make a return to the broadcast uh, the broadcast booth the following spring, if you will, however. Uh, but again, however, comes in sports talk, however, wrote about his unfortunate passing, however. When I was a kid, he was the best thing about the ACC football weekends. Meanwhile, one North Carolina fan wrote the following, however. His face and voice always highlighted tournament time in Greensboro when I was growing up, however. And finally, the Greensboro News Record newspaper said the following about Mike Hodgewood earlier today. God gave us a miracle. God gave him a second chance. If my story can inspire somebody else, then going through this was worth it. Well, no question about it. Unfortunately, Mr. Hodgewood leaves behind a wife, Nancy, a son, Robert, a daughter, Melissa, and a great number of grandchildren. I'll be right back.
Sorry about that, folks. Uh, that being said, again, our thoughts and prayers, however, mind you. Um, that being said, of course, uh, like I said, however, that is what, uh, like I said, however, uh, as far as uh, Mike goes. Uh, one other thing we can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, coming up, uh, uh, coming out uh, very soon on DVD. In case you're wondering, ladies and gentlemen, if you're looking for, uh, like I said, however, uh, some interesting uh, videos to add to your library, of course. Uh, first off, of course, as you know, WWE came out with just a few weeks ago. 30 years of SummerSlam. Of course, the SummerSlam DVD will be coming out two weeks, September 18. October 2nd, Shawn Michaels, the showstopper, unreleased. November 6th, of course, will be AJ Styles' most phenomenal match so far in WWE. The Super Showdown Grace World Rumble will be held on the 13th. December 11th, WWE 24, the best of 2018, surprisingly. And then the week before Christmas, Survivor Series. DVD will be out in stores everywhere. So, folks, those are just some of the DVDs that you will be uh, checking out, however, mind you, however, uh, in the coming weeks ahead. So, there you have it. Um, I don't think there's much else to discuss, however, mind you, unless uh, someone else wants to uh, bring up something on the table, however, mind you, however. Uh, that being said, like I said, we'll definitely uh, keep you up to date with what's going on. Of course, uh, tonight, as we said, John Gross will have your birthdays and dates. However, mind you, uh, folks, like I said, uh, we're going to check real quick, however, and tell you. Uh, that being said, of course, uh, we'll tell you uh, right now, uh, right now, how, as far as uh, big name birthdays go, however, we'll tell you right now, uh, like I said, we'll tell you first off today, of course, uh, we want to definitely wish a uh, happy birthday to uh, Braun Strowman, believe it or not, who's celebrating a birthday today, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, also, of course, uh, we will also be uh, wanting to wish happy birthday uh, tomorrow to Mighty Molly Holly, if you will. This weekend, of course, happy birthday upcoming to Raven, a.k.a. Scott Levy, if you will. Sarah Logan, of course, will be having a birthday on Sunday. And next week, of course, we have some interesting birthdays, including the original Rock Don Morocco, uh, Trevor Murdoch, Paul Heyman, Road Warrior Animal, Teddy Theodore R. Long, uh, the adorable one, Adrian Adonis, and, of course, uh, the Lex Luthor of the WWE, Constable Baron Corbin. So, folks, those are people celebrating birthdays next week, however. So, folks, uh, that is just some of the birthdays how are coming up on the list, ladies and gentlemen. And like I said, that is just uh, some of the birthdays you will see, however, as we are just trying to, uh, let's see here. I'm just trying to figure out something else here, folks. Bear with me here. Uh, shoot, I just saw it a second ago, folks. There was something else, however, I wanted to say. I can't remember now, damn it. <laughs> you know how that is. Anyway, uh, of course, don't forget tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we got a very interesting Monday night, or not Monday night, excuse me, Thursday night football game view. Between the Eagles and the Falcons, of course, they will be kicking off here just about 45 minutes from now at the Lincoln Financial Field. Uh, the Eagles, of course, defending their Super Bowl trophy, if you will, against the Dirty Bird Falcons. Of course, the Falcons are wondering if Julio Jones will get the start tonight. Uh, the Eagles, on their hand, will not be starting their starting quarterback, Carson Wentz. 
uh, tonight. Instead, Nick Foles, however, who won uh, the last five games for them to carry them to the Super Bowl and thereby win the Super Bowl for the first time in franchise history, will get the nod instead of Carson Wentz tonight, however, mind you, but we'll see uh, what happens, however, uh, let's just say. So uh, that being said, only time will tell. Um, I don't think there's much else to discuss, however, unless anyone wants to come on the air and uh, maybe throw out a topic or two. But, folks, uh, we will be back in our normal time slot uh, next week. Don't forget, uh, Tuesday night, uh, of course, 7 p.m., uh, with wrestling visit unless something comes up. But we'll be back uh, next Tuesday. Unfortunately, we had to, uh, like I said, however, uh, cover this week's show because of uh, prior obligation we had on last Tuesday. So that's why we had to make up uh, tonight's show here tonight rather than do our show on Tuesday. But, folks, uh, again, we were expecting the King, Queen of Man, Estrella T. Smith, and the Black Widow tonight. Unfortunately, uh, they will not be joining us tonight, apparently, however, due to circumstances beyond our control. Uh, but we will be talking with them hopefully here at 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, uh, here on uh, Wolfpack. So, folks, uh, thank you so very much for listening to us tonight. Uh, we will talk to you again next week, same time, same place on uh, Tuesday night, ladies and gentlemen. We hope you enjoy the rest of your evening and weekend, for that matter. Be safe, be careful out there, and we will talk to you on the flip side. So for now, uh, I guess there's not much else to say except have a great night. Uh, God bless, and we'll talk to you again next week. So for the Iceman, Jared DiGiorno, this is yours truly saying so long from ringside, and we'll talk to you soon. And again, folks, have a good night, and have a good weekend. Be safe and be careful, everyone. See you soon. Good night, everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.